going to read you the first story on my podcast. And the story's name is The Miser's Donkey. In a village, there lived a potter named Mangi, who made beautiful pots and sold them around the villages nearby. People waited for Mangu's rounds to buy his pots. Mangu's pots made him quite rich, but he did not like to give a paisa to anyone. He had a donkey called Babu, on which he carried his pots for sale. The poor donkey was a sorry looking creature because Mangu did not feed him well enough. Mangu's wife cared for Babu and saw how thin he had become. She felt very sorry for the poor creature. One day, she Mangu's wife decided to teach him a lesson. When she had finished and groomed, when she had fed and groomed Babu, she took a small pin and put it in the sack. Put it in the sack on Babu's back. As usual, Mangu came out in the morning and began to put pots into the sacks on Babu's back. Then, holding a stick in his hand, Mangu began to Mangu began his rounds. For a while, all went well. Then the pin slipped, and with the weight of the pots, it began to break Babu. He wriggled a bit and got whacked by the potter. Babu felt the pin poking him and took off at top speed. He shot through the villages with bits and pieces broken, pots flying in all directions. As villagers watched in wonder, they saw Mangu racing after his donkey with a stick in his hand, yelling, Stop him! Stop him! That's my donkey! The villagers joined the chase and were soon a crowd of men and children following the donkey. And Mangu as they, Mangu, as they all galloped through the fields and country roads. Soon the sacks were empty and were worked loose. In a while the sacks flew off too. Babu finally stopped as there was nothing poking him. He stood in a field writing that his master would beat him for having broken all the pots. By then, Mangu and the villagers reached him and Mangu was very angry. Suddenly, one of the children piped up. Poor fellow, he is so thin. Mangu Kaka, don't you give him any food? Mangu had raised his stick to hit the donkey. But hearing this voice, he stopped and brought his hand down. The villagers, the villagers crowded around and all of them began to discuss how miserable the poor donkey looked. I'll lend you my donkey. And well fed. Mangu was so ashamed after that day that he made sure that, that his wife and Babu were cared for properly. And from that day on, Mangu would take care of the donkey and his wife properly. Thank you. If you liked it, please comment and share this story with your friends. Bye. Hello children. 
My name is Dihana and today I have got another story on my podcast. Today's story's name is Cave Baby. So let's start. Cave Baby is lucky. He lives inside a cave with his mom who's good at painting and his dad who's very brave. And a saber-toothed tiger and a hyena and a hare and a grey woolly mammoth and a big brown bear. Nobody will, nobody will play. Dad is busy being babe. Mom says, keep away. Everything is boring. Then suddenly it is not. For in the corner of the cave, baby finds a brush and a pot. Then he Spots on the hyena, stripes on the hare, stars on the tiger, squeals on the bear, zigzags on the mammoth. This is lot of fun. But mom and dad look furious. They and say, look what he's done. Cave mom fetches up, fetches water. She mutters and wipes. She mutters and she wipes. No more spots and squiggles. No more stars and stripes. Keep that wiggles his finger. If you don't take care, a mammoth is going to throw you to the big brown bear. Cave baby's restless. He's feeling wide awake. A long grey trunk comes sneaking in all like a wiggly snake. Where are you taking me? Where? Tell me where. Are you going to throw me to the big bad bear? Asks Cave Baby. Stripes in the forest. A tiger is lurking there. Don't throw me to the tiger or the big brown bear. Crashing in the bushes. A hare is leaping out there. Maybe he escaping from the big brown bear. A cackle in the bracken. A hyena is laughing there. He has heard a joke about the big brown bear. A cave in the hillside. I wonder who lives there. I hope it's not. Don't let it be. The big brown bear. The cave is bright with moonlight. The walls are plain and bare. Snoring the shadow. Someone sleeping there. Cave baby is worried. He doesn't understand. Until the woolly mammoth pops a paintbrush in his hand. A five-legged tiger, a long curly hair, horns on the hyena, a beard on the bear, a moustache on a mammoth. It is lot of fun. Then the mammoth's mammoth wakes his family and says, "Look what he's done!" And a rollick and a frolic. The trumper and they crash.
They wade into the water, the rolling and romp and splash. The snake, the baby by the hand. They, sh they shake the baby by the hand, then lift their trunks and wave as the mammoth picks him up again and takes him back to his cave. Cave baby is happy. He's fast asleep in bed. He dreams about a tiger with stripes of pink and red and a grass green hyena and a sky blue hare and a moon yellow mammoth and a small brown bear. Thank you. If you liked it, please comment and share it and share it with your friends. Bye. Hello everyone. Today I will be reading a story, The Cranky Crab. Little crab was not very popular with the beach group of friends. His friends were tired of him always being in a cranky mood and using his claws to nip and hurt them. One day, Turtle decided to call a meeting to put a stop to it all. <coughs> Octopus, starfish and seagull came along to give their ideas. We should cut his claws right off, said Octopus, who was still nursing his tentacles from a nasty nip last week. Perhaps we should glue them together, suggested the starfish, who now had two shorter star legs because of crab's hurtful games. Or tie them behind crab's back with a very strong piece of string, cried the seagull, whose foot had been bitten by crab just that morning. But what if we could help crab learn to stop hurting us, said turtle, who always tried to be the most understanding of all the beach friends. That's a very nice idea, turtle, but what do we do while he's learning? All the friends cried out together. They had had enough of the crab's cranky mood. They also didn't believe that the crab would ever be able to change his hurting ways. Turtle wandered slowly backward and forth along the sand thinking in his wise turtle way. Suddenly, he stopped next to a pile of seaweed. <clears throat> I have an idea, he announced to the group. I will knit some thick seaweed mittens for crab to wear on his claws. That might help him learn to be more careful. Turtle was very excited by his idea. He went straight back to his cave in the in the rock pool to get his pair of driftwood knitting needles. <coughs> Meanwhile, the other beach friends reluctantly agreed to collect some long strands of seaweed. When Turtle returned there with a big pile of seaweed ready for him and he set to work knitting a pair of mittens for crab to wear on his claws. Just as he finished the second mitten, crab arrived. What's happening? asked crab. Of course, he was very curious to know what his friends had been up to all morning. Quickly, Turtle said, We have a present for you, Crab. And he held out the mittens for the crab to try them. Well, Crab was so surprised because never before had anyone given him a gift. Straight away, he pulled the mittens on over his claws and they fitted perfectly. For the rest of the day, the beach friends played together with no nipping and no hurting. Just happily together. Crab's friends couldn't believe it and Crab could not believe it either. 
You see, for crabs, something else happened that day. Once his claws were both tucked inside the mittens, held together in a warm and cozy kind of way, he didn't feel as cranky as he used to feel. Of course, when crab was hungry, he had to take off the mittens so he couldn't hurt in the rock pool for his dinner. But before playing with his friends again, he would always put the mittens over his sharp claws. The mittens seemed to help him feel happy and they certainly helped him to be more careful. However, seaweed mittens could not last forever. One day, the mittens were so full of holes that they simply fell off crab's claws and the waves washed them out to the sea. Fortunately, by this time, crab had learned to use his claws only for hunting and eating. He now knew how to keep them tightly closed when he was playing with his friends. The beach friends were very impressed by the wise turtle's advice. From that day on, whenever they had a problem to sort out, they would ask always for suggestions to him. And more often than not, turtle's idea were always the best one. That's it for today folks. I hope you all enjoyed the story. See you next time. Hey, one second. What are you trying to do? <laughs> Doing some pot.